0: Are you ready? It's time
1: to separate the men from the boys. And get down to the business of sport right here on the world-famous Ginger's Perspective.
0: Hello and welcome to MMA Uncaged right here on the Ginger's Perspective as we build up to the first pay-per-view of the year, UFC 208 heads to brooklyn new york where we are in for what promises to be a fantastic card but we'll get to that in a little while before we chat ufc 208 justin who is of course the mma guru and uh, you'll see him at efc 57 that's where my news starts justin i mean we've been building up to two spectacular title fights unfortunately injury has played and this isn't new news to the mma fans but at the same time it is interesting because danny henry now is fighting for that title and he takes on eager cabez at efc 57 which will pre- be a very interesting fight between two talented fighters
1: it is a rematch for the title um i reckon it's gonna be explosive uh... Danny Henry was a little bit surprised by Iga. I think maybe, not that Danny, uh, he was outclassed on the day, but I think it was more taken by surprise uh, and probably was a little bit arrogant and didn't prepare correctly, didn't think
0: that uh, South Africans could wrestle. And uh, Iga took him to school yeah i think it'll be a very different fight this time ryan because iga is riding this wave of confidence he's undefeated he's uh, the reigning champion but when the two meets at carnival city in less than a month's time it'll be a very different kettle of fish because there have been so many lessons learned from danny henry and then there's also that pride factor with fighters they hate losing they just want to be the guys top of the pile don't they
1: Absolutely, you don't want to be beaten at what you call yourself a specialist. That or you regard yourself as a specialist. at. and Danny Henry regards himself as a good grappler. And I mean, like I said, I, I called the fight. It was the easiest fight to call. It was a 50-45 uh, fight, which means Iger won every round. There yeah. was one, there was one exchange of grappling that that uh, Henry, uh, Danny Henry, managed to get Igor's back. Igor stayed calm, reversed it, got on top, got the W different fight this time uh, Henry would have prepared like we said but gonna be a cracker nonetheless I think it will
0: deliver yeah it's great to see you know uh, when we've got local fighters from South Africa um, although Iga has now based himself in South Africa he has been here since a boy but when international guys come out to EFC and they almost like take for granted that they're going to win and they get schooled it's it's just a nice lesson for international fighters to come out uh, to take on the best the continent's got. I agree. I, you know, you want you want uh, us to get the international
1: exposure uh, because the more we do, the better we get. Um, and sometimes we are off the mark, but sometimes we're not. And it's always good to get uh,
0: to get the upper hand. Um, and and I hope the title stays in the country. Yeah, we hope so. Now, one fight I was looking forward to um, was Leon Maynard. We know how tough this guy is against. Martin van Staden. Van Staden also one of the legends of MMA. I think it's fair to call him one of the legends of MMA, despite that magical belt making its way around his waist. But Maynard and van Staden, unfortunately, now is not going to take place on March the 4th. In fact, it's going to take place 13 May. Now, what do we know about it? Is, Is it an injury? What's going on?
1: Hard to say. It could be an injury that nobody wants to disclose. Leon's asked for more time. Maybe, just maybe, these two have actually matured as fighters because everybody knows Leon and Martin. You give them five minutes' notice, they'll be like, let me get my gum guard, and they'll fight anybody. These guys are completely fearless. They fought years ago under another banner. Uh, Martin lost that. It was a, it was for a, a South African title at the time. Leon beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a grudge match. But maybe, just maybe, these guys are saying, right, let me prepare adequately for this person not just i'll uh, show how big my balls are and, and, yeah. and fight i think yes it's delayed by two months but i think we're going to get ball injury going to get the best out of these guys yeah i think i think we're going to get two greatly prepared fighters who are going to give it the all which equals fireworks
0: yeah let me let me give the benefit of the doubt then to team cit and just say okay fine you know um, maybe Leona said look I've been around the Hexagon a long time. Uh, I'm a fighter, but give me a little bit more time because this guy means business. And we know von Staden is class. And, and actually, I think it was unfair just to label Van as a legend. I think Leon Maynard is also a legend. We've seen some of the wars he's put on. I mean, that fight against Don Madge, the fight against Boyd Allen, you name them. Maybe he's just going, you know what? I want to be top of my game when I take on the Punisher.
1: You'd like to think like I said that they've smartened, they've smartened up you know that they are not picking and choosing because that's not their style. It's just timing correctly. I don't think they'd ever say no to a fight, but I think uh, e- to fight each other but I, I think they've been clever on the timing of it. yeah I'm- but also the, you never know there could be a sneaky injury that nobody wants to disclose but whatever the case is, you know we, we as, as EFC fans are fickle, the guys will go oh you know this this and they say this card is falling apart. You know, we've been spoiled for choice with more than one title fight. A title fight
0: is more than adequate of these good fights on the undercard. Exactly. You know, we just, you, know, you know, the guys are getting, uh, they, like I said, they're getting spoiled for choice. Yeah, well, the EFC has set the bar rather high, you know, so you can understand why the fans are there. But there's no doubt in my mind that we will still get an epic fight night come the 4th of March. And, you know, with Van Staden in training in, in America, top team in Miami, you know, it's very interesting. I've seen a lot of guys head out that way to, to hone their skills. So you can imagine they're getting ready for an incredible 2017. And, and speaking of 2017, Saturday, February the 11th, uh, we have. UFC 208 the first pay-per-view of the year heads to Brooklyn New York and Holly Holm returns but for me what what's exciting and, and a guy I know you you enjoyed watch fighting he is a legend and I mean the word legend he epitomizes the word legend Anderson Silva back in the octagon after some time off but he's back is he back to prove a point is he back to try and make more bucks? What's going on here, Justin? Why is Anderson Silva back in the mix? Is it just that he's through and through a fight and just wants to be a part of the mix? I, mean, I don't know. I, I, I
1: would like to sit and argue with people and tell them that I'm the greatest Anderson Silva fan ever. Uh, the biggest trend. I, I, I it just I don't like that he's still fighting. I, I, would love, I would give everything I have to see him fight. Don't get me wrong, but I just think that there's... There's nothing but damage can be done to your career. You, there's, you, you can never ever make yourself uh, in, a more, in a more positive light than what he's, what he's looked at. Yeah. You know he's he's fought everybody and given great performances, and he was so dominant for so long. I just think that he's holding up cards to save people, and I just don't like the fact. I, I get that he's a fighter. I just don't like the fact that he's still fighting because, you know. He's a grandpa, and I'm not trying to talk of age. I'm talking <laughs> of in terms of achievements, and he should be sitting having a whiskey, and and mentoring people, and uh, getting paid a fat salary for what he did,
0: not for what he still has to do. Yeah. Uh, but again, it's it's a
1: let's analyse the fight. Anderson Silva, because he's a little bit long in the tooth, etc., probably more suited to a three-round fight. Um, but looking at somebody like explosive as Derek Brunson also favours him. I don't think it's a fight that Anderson... Anderson Silva can beat anybody, don't get me wrong. He can sub people, he can knock people out. Uh, I just think he's lost that second. He had that greatness of it. He was a second ahead of everybody. No matter how fast they were, he was always a second faster than them. And I think he's... And unfortunately, I don't think he should be fighting. It's a very tough fight. Very, very hard for me to to tell you that Anderson Silva is the underdog and he should lose. Um, Yeah, it,
0: it makes me sad. Yeah, is this another um, BJ Penn scenario? I think it's bigger than that. Anderson Silva
1: is—I won't tell you what I refer to him as—but he is uh, one of the greatest <laughs> to ever walk the planet. I mean, listen,
0: the in goat. his heyday, he probably couldn't have beaten John Jones in his heyday if they had to fight. You know, it's one of those
1: great Ali uh, versus uh, Fraser or Ali versus for uh, Tyson type thing where they—they they, sorry, Ali versus Tyson thing where they could never ever fight because they were in different eras. But it's just Anderson Silva achieved so much and was so dominant. It was one of the first fighters to cross over from the Pride uh, to the UFC banner and still stay
0: dominant. Yeah. And he was just every. He didn't look like a fighter, but he just was everything a fighter should be. What do you make of uh, Brunson saying that uh, Silva's striking is is kind of on par as Uriah Hall's and that there's nothing special to it and that he knocked out Hall? What do you make of that?
1: What do you expect to say? you're not going to go and say, oh, I'm not worthy. You don't go up to the greatest fighter that ever lived and go and tell him how great he is, especially if you're fighting him. You do that afterwards. Those pleasantries are for later. You don't give that fighter the respect. You, you, you give him the respect afterwards. He's your opponent. You have to beat him. You have to say what you have to say. If he's got to be angry to fight, then that's what his thing is. Yeah. Um, it is not... He, he would rather have said... Because... They are different strikers. Uriah Hall is a, is a much harder striker. Um, probably more explosive. innocence. Silva had a different angle approach. He was just different. Um, so I wouldn't say they were the same. I disagree with that. But I, I would say that they are both up there. Um, but it, I think that's just smack talk. Yeah. I think it's just him trying to just talk his, way, talk his game up. Well, not that
0: he needs to because I think he will win this fight. Oh. That's going to be difficult for you to watch, Justin. Difficult for you to watch, if if you are correct. The spider goes up against Derek Branson. Listen, uh, I don't want to be... I I want to be wrong. I want to
1: wake up at 5 o'clock on Sunday morning and I want to be wrong. I want to go, yes, and come on the podcast next
0: week and say, guys, let me eat my humble pie. i don't know if that's gonna happen this is a fight game anything can happen it really can but i think apart from that one uh the return of a legend um you got the return of the former champion the preacher's daughter holly Holm, uh goes up against the iron lady and you actually watched durandami in rotterdam and you were blown away weren't you she's
1: a beast and i mean a part of it was the, the whole experience because she is a rotterdam local and we watched in rotterdam and I mean, Alistair Overeem is, is is one of the most famous Dutch kickboxers you can get, uh, and her welcome was bigger than his welcome. Wow! She's she's special. She she really is. She's explosive. Uh, Holly's got a tough task ahead of her because she's she's down two in the last in the last uh, uh, in the last two matches. Difficult. You know, people are questioning how do you get a title fight off two losses, which is a very valid statement. Um, it's all or nothing for her. You know, if, if, if Holly loses, that's three in a row that she's lost, and that's not easy.
0: Yeah, it's going to be very tough. She said she doesn't want to be, um, what is the word that she used? She doesn't want to be defined by Ronda Rousey, beating Ronda Rousey. She wants to prove that she belongs at the top of the pile. It's quite an interesting statement um, from her because I think she knows she's under massive pressure going into this one.
1: no fighter should ever be defined by one performance it should add to your legacy but it shouldn't be your legacy but unfortunately three losses is grounds for uh, hurting your legacy Uh, it's you know what i mean it's you you never you you can never you'll be known as the the woman that dethroned the woman i appreciate all that yeah but she has achieved so much more in her life but she's also not
0: but to prove yeah it's quite interesting. Uh, Durandami said, I fought a man, I can fight home. And, and this is after she fought a male boxer a decade ago. And and knocked Yeah. Him out. yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. No, she's, she's, brilliant. She's explosive and she fights off. She's just, she switches stances
1: and she fires. Like it's, every, every strike is hundred percent. It's got a, a great style. Um, whereas Holly is, I mean, Holly's no slouch. It's just that, you know that when you're riding confidence it's difficult to be the confident person
0: definitely all right justin let's have a look at some of the other the fights that uh, uh get your attention i've just seen uh the willis fight fighters off on the early prelims uh due to willis being medically unfit so that one's not happening on on the prelims so what other fights tickle your fancy
1: jacaray he's fighting tim butch i think Jacare will win he's a great fighter Somebody I do like, a former title contender, Glover Tashira. He lost to John Jones. John Jones almost ripped his arm off in the first round. I don't know if you remember. He's a big guy. Chuck Liddell's understudy. I like to watch him fight. He's a great guy. Um, then there's Dustin Poirier. He, he should win. Um, and, and Uncle Creepy, who's had a bit of bad luck, hasn't fought for a while. He's got that weird upturned moustache. Um, he's up against a guy called Jared Brooks, who's 12-0. and 0. Uh, Not an easy fight, but... Um,
0: that's Ian uh, McCall, uh, in case you're wondering. Ian, Ian McCall, sorry, <laughs> Uncle Creepy, he's Ian McCall, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that Jared Brooks said 12-0 should win. Yeah, 12-0, what a record he's got. The Monkey God. I mean, these are some of the best nicknames I've ever seen. Uncle Creepy that, and the all, Monkey God. All the, god.
1: the different ones are taken. Like,
0: all, all the originals are taken, like the wolf and the pit bull and, yeah. and those type of things like you know, let's be different. The monkey god, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's a brilliant name. All right, so let's have your uh, picks then uh, in terms of uh, the odds that, that you're thinking of. Where can our punters uh, maybe earn a little bit of extra cash this weekend? Uh, because UFC 208 promises to deliver some cracking fights. But as we all know, it's never cast in stone, is it? No, never cast in stone.
1: Um, I've got a little, a little four-way multiple that I've, that I've had a look at, and I'm, I'm having a bet on it, and it breaks my heart to do so. Jacare um, Souza uh, to win, Glover Tashira to win, Dustin Poirier to win, and the heartbreakers is Derek Brunson to win. Wow. Those four should be just a little over 2.5 to 1, to 10. So, And if it comes in, the guys
0: can make some money nice nice that's what we want that's what we want is to tap into the guru and get his thoughts justin ferrier we're gonna to have to leave it there i'm afraid we're running out of time remember to check out mma uncaged on csduplicy.co.za as well as on itunes and on cliffcentral.com and don't uh, don't be shy hit us up on social media at justin b ferrier on twitter you can also find him on facebook Give us your comments. Give us your thoughts. If you hear of anything happening in the world of MMA, or if you come through and you get some cash this weekend because of Justin's picks, then uh, then hit us there. Hopefully, Justin is right, but I know it's going to be different, difficult for you to watch when Anderson Silva uh, heads into that octagon, Justin. Yeah, it will be very difficult.
1: Uh, I hope I'm wrong on that one. Uh, I hope I'm right on everything else. Uh, but
0: yeah, 5 a.m. Sunday morning, Fox Sports Africa. There you go. And also... Don't forget, this Saturday, EFC is on SABC3, some of the fights that have happened in the past, but it is the first official uh, broadcast of a two-year deal on SABC3 from 9 p.m. You can look back at some of the great fights, and of course, the 4th of March will be 9 o'clock start, and it will be available on SABC3, so you don't want to miss it, and if you don't have DSTV or Starset, well, now you have no excuse to uh, miss EFC thanks very much for listening we'll chat to you again next time